Well, good morning. It is Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, uh, Pearl Harbor Day, right? Isn't this National Pearl Harbor uh, Remembrance Day? December 7th, 1941. The day that will live in infamy uh, when Japan uh, attacked Pearl Harbor and uh, started uh, our uh, and 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 brought us into World War II. <clears throat> PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Still sound like I s- swallowed a bucket of sand today, don't I? Wow. I, I really appreciate you coming every day. It's very nice of you. Thank you very much. If you can, uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Uh, annoy them and tell them about me. I, a lot of people don't like to listen to podcasts. They like regular mainstream news, you know? Even though I had that insightful story yesterday on uh, what could have happened in South Korea with Trump and uh, Daewoo. Anyway, uh, tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C Y B E R C L O P S, uh, or maybe send me a story that you. Uh, hey, if anybody sees anything on on the um, on the possibility that uh, uh, the Thad missile system um, and the forgiving of a Trump debt in South Korea were co- uh, connected, if you see any story like that. Please send it to me. I want to read it because that's what I believe what happened. Let's start uh, as usual as I clear my throat again and again and again. Man, what is going on with me? It's it's kind of cold out. That's why. So let's go with uh, Ukraine and Russia. A UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, Volker Turk, said in a statement that Russian forces killed at least 441 civilians in the early days of the invasion. The actual number of victims in the Kiev, Chernihiv, and Sumy regions was likely to be much higher. The Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights said in a report looking into the beginning of the invasion until early April when Russian forces withdrew from the three areas. Uh, the report said the acts in question were committed by Russian armed forces in control of those areas and led to the deaths of 441 civilians, uh, uh, among them 341 men, 72 women, 20 boys, and eight girls. And there are strong indications that the summary executions documented in the report constitute the war crime of willful killing. More war crimes. Russian authorities are considering three possible responses to the G7 uh, oil price cap. The first option is is a complete ban on the sale of oil to states that supported the restriction. Uh, The second option is a ban on exports under contracts that include the price ceiling. Uh, Both of them are possible. Uh, You know, Russia is welcome to do that. They don't have to sell to anybody. Moscow is also discussing the possibility of uh, an indicative price uh, measure as a third option for determining the maximum discount of Russian oil from the Earl's to the benchmark Brent grade. 
uh, banning sales that go under the maximum discount level. Like I said, the first two could certainly be done. But on the third option, the EU will not have their laws dictated to them. And that's what it would uh, essentially say. You know, the EU can refuse to buy anything up to a certain price, uh, under a a certain price. But, you know, telling them that they can buy something at this price and not what they've decided, that's not going to work. Uzbekistan's energy minister says they will not agree to political conditions that would jeopardize its national interest after uh, a Russian proposal for a gas union, including them. Russia said it discussed a gas union with Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan last month to support shipments between the three countries and other buyers, including China. Moscow has been trying to gain power by adding more countries uh, together to their little oil thing. Uh, The Uzbek minister, uh, and I'm going to butcher this name, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try and say it, Jurabek Mirzamamudov, that's a tough one, that's a mouthful, said Uzbekistan had yet to receive the proposal. He said, even if a gas agreement is concluded with Russia, this, this does not mean a union. If we import gas from another country, we cooperate only based on a commercial sales contract. We will never agree to political conditions in exchange for gas. In short, we will get the uh, gas contract offered to us only if we agree to it. Otherwise, not. Uh, Ukraine's, uh, and this is probably uh, their uh, bid to undermine uh, the EU's $60 a barrel. I I still say it it needs to be lower than that. Uh, Ukraine's prosecutor general's office said a Ukrainian priest from a church affiliated with Russia is sentenced to 12 years in prison after being found guilty of assisting Russia. The state prosecutor said the priest from the Luhansk region had been collecting information on equipment and weapons held by Ukrainian military since mid-April. They wrote on Telegram, the enemy used the information to establish the location and fire on targets. The security service of Ukraine has carried out a series of raids on parishes uh, that Kyiv says could be taking orders from Moscow parishes and as as in church parishes. Uh, The Kremlin says a U.S. military aid spending bill providing $800 million uh, to Ukraine was confrontational towards Russia. Yeah, duh. (laughs) Of course it's confrontational towards you. I, you know, you're the enemy. Anyway, in a call with reporters, Kremlin spokespuppet Dmitry Pesky Peskov said the document that has been adopted is an extremely confrontational nature in relation to our country. <laughs> the bill, anyway, is expected to pass the Senate and House of Representatives this month and be sent to the White House for Biden to sign uh, and where it'll become law. Uh, and... and uh, it was, you know, that was kind of a, a gimme statement. I mean, it was, there's, there was no reason to say the statement because it's obvious that it's confrontational towards Russia because you're who deserve it. <laughs> 
Uh, President Biden's uh, administration has added 24 companies and other entities which have supported Russia's uh, military, uh, Russia militarily. Uh, Pakistan's uh, or Pakistan's nuclear activities or supplied an Iranian electronics company to an export controlled list. The Commerce Department said the entities based in Latvia, Pakistan, Russia, Singapore and Switzerland were added over U.S. national security and foreign policy concerns. The companies include fiber optic solutions in Latvia, which produces fiber optic gyroscopes and other equipment, and Russian A.O. Craftway Corporation, PSC, uh, which calls itself one of the biggest Russian IT companies. Uh, and Latvia, I mean, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what Latvia says. I would think that Latvia would shut down the company rather than uh, let it continue if uh, U.S. is saying that, that they are a problem. Uh, the state news agency, Belta, uh, which is Belarus's, uh, they re- report Belarus plans to move military equipment and troops in a counterterrorism exercise amid fears that Russia could attack Ukraine from the Belarusian border. Uh, you know, that, that would happen if, uh, if uh, Russia was attacking uh, Ukraine from Belarus. It could possibly happen. Uh, the state Belta News Agency cited the county's security council, uh, country's security council as saying, during this period, it is planned to move military equipment and personnel of the national security forces. The movement of citizens, uh, transporting citizens along certain public roads and areas would be restricted, and the use of limit, uh, imitation weapons for training purposes is planned. In a statement posted on Facebook, Ukraine's general staff said, Enemy units are being trained on the training grounds of the Republic of Belarus and that Russian attacks continued to be launched from Belarusian territory. To get an upper hand and to divide troop movements, Russia would have to go uh, through Ukraine's northern border. I mean, even the threat of that could divide Ukrainian troops. It would mean that Ukraine would have to send some troops up north. And even the threat of it has probably thinned their troops on the border, and that's what the reasoning for this is, to make uh, Ukraine less effective on its north, uh, on its southern front, its southern and eastern fronts. Uh, the British Defense Ministry said in its latest intelligence update, Russia has started extending its defensive positions along the border with Ukraine. Uh, the ministry wrote on Twitter, uh, trench digging has been reported in the Belgorod region border region since at least April, but the new constructions are more elaborate and designed to rebuff mechanized assault. They're concerned with Ukraine invading Russia. Uh, There is a realistic possibility that the Russian authorities are promoting defensive preparations with internationally recognized Russian territory to burnish the patriotic feeling for other Russians because people are in Russia are just not happy with Putin. <laughs> Ukraine's foreign ministry said those bloody packages delivered to several Ukrainian embassies across Europe all shared the same address of a Tesla dealership in Germany. Suddenly there's a connection to Elon Musk? Really? <laughs> 
Uh, Foreign Minister Dmitry Kaliba said for the past week, suspicious packages have been sent to Ukrainian embassies across Europe, all bearing the address of a Tesla car dealership in the town of Sindelfingen in Germany, and usually sent from post offices without video surveillance. He said on Facebook that 31 Ukrainian missions in 15 countries had received such packages in what he called a campaign of terror against Ukrainian diplomats. So I guess Russia is trying to implicate Elon Musk, uh, probably because of his Starlink uh, service that is uh, that is helping Ukraine. I, I, I hope they find me a threat. I'd like to get a package of animal eyes on my doorstep. I would wear it as a badge of honor. Uh, Though I would be sad about the animal that they killed to do it. Uh, According to President Vladimir Zelensky, uh, Russian shelling has killed at least six people and set buildings on fire in towns of Kurikov, Kurikov, uh, uh, in eastern Ukraine. Kirillo Timoshenko, deputy head of Zelensky's office, Uh, put the death toll higher. He said eight people had been killed and five wounded in the attack in which a market, bus station, petrol stations, and uh, residential buildings came under fire. Uh, Zelensky wrote on Telegram, terrorists attacked the peaceful town of Karakove. Terrorists are inhumane and they will be held to account for it. Uh, Karakove is uh, in the uh, Donetsk region, in case you need to know that. Finally, it has been said, I I mean, I've said it myself, Uh, Pope Francis has compared the war in Ukraine to a Nazi operation that killed about 2 million people, mostly Jews, in the first years of World War II. Uh, Speaking to the Polish pilgrims at his weekly general audience, Francis noted that the Catholic University of Lublin in Poland had recently commemorated the anniversary of Operation Reinhard. It was the code name for a secret operation in a part of occupied Poland, which the Germans called the General Government Area, that included territory now in Ukraine. He said, May the memory of this horrible event arouse intentions and actions of peace in everyone. Specifically, mentioning the operation, saying... It was of extermination, and history is repeating itself. We see now what is happening in Ukraine. Wow. Wow. Them's are strong words uh, from the Pope uh, comparing Nazi Germany to uh, Russia. Uh, moving on. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is awarded... Time Magazine's annual Person of the Year Prize, along with the spirit of Ukraine. Uh, Time wrote, and of course, they're tied together. I mean, Zelensky. I mean, this was a stand-up comedian who had a TV show where he ended up uh, being president. And and I've seen a couple of episodes with... with, uh, um, uh, uh, subtitles. It's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> and he's a stand-up comic. And nobody expected him to stay in Kiev when Russia was invading. Remember, they, they, they thought he would cut and run to the safety of a, the European country, a European country. 
And he didn't. He stayed. He said, my people are staying. I'm staying. I'm defending my country. If I have to uh, hold guns myself and shoot Russians, I'm going to do it. And and that's what uh, uh, added to the spirit of Ukraine. The people just stayed with him. Uh, Time wrote, Time magazine wrote, Zelensky's success as a wartime leader has relied on the fact that courage is contagious. It spread through Ukraine's political leadership in the first days of the invasion as everyone realized the president had stuck around. And, and Time magazine, I, I, you know, a lot of years, I don't like who you pick. I really don't. But this time, good choice. Uh, Masa Amini would have been another good one, but uh, we'll talk about her in a little bit. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world, the rest of the world. Uh, and let's start <laughs> with that uh, uh, that noose tightening around that bright orange neck. Yesterday, after deliberation, a New York uh, a jury found two subsidiaries of the Trump Organization guilty, 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 guilty. On all 17 charges, I didn't say guilty 17 times, but you get the you get the gist. Uh, all counts of criminal tax fraud, including scheming to defraud, conspiracy, criminal tax fraud, and falsifying business records. Uh, conspiracy, that's the good one. That's the good one. Uh, the Trump Corporation and the Trump Payroll Corporation were also accused of paying executives personal expenses without reporting them as income and for fraudulently classifying the executives as independent contractors instead of employees. Each of the perks that were given away were more valuable than what most people make in a year. Just, just let, Plus, they got paid. They also got paid as an independent contractor, but they also got perks. And, and just one of those perks was more than I made in a year, right? Uh, conspiracy charges are the most important because that means Trump knew. That was an indication that that the uh, uh, the jury thought that Trump knew all about it. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg said in a statement, this was a case about greed and cheating. In Manhattan, no corporation is above the law. For 13 years, the Trump Corporation and the Trump Payroll Corporation got away with a scheme that awarded high-level executives with lavish perks and compensation while intentionally concealing the benefits from the taxing authorities to avoid paying taxes. Now, I will say, Alvin Bragg, I don't really much like him because... uh, um, uh, Cyril, uh, what was the uh, the former uh, uh, the for- former Manhattan District Attorney, Cyril uh, Vance? Was it Vance? Um, after he left, Alvin Bragg dropped the basically dropped the case against Trump. Now this is just this is just proof that Alvin Bragg didn't have to drop the case, and now maybe he can pick it back up again. But we'll see what happens. I, I still don't like him. I still don't like him for what he did. Uh, today's verdict holds, uh, anyway, he went on, today's verdict holds these Trump companies accountable for their long-running criminal scheme, in addition to, in addition to Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisselberg, who has pled guilty, testified at trial, and will now be sentenced to serve time in jail. 
uh, Renato uh, Mariotti, a former federal prosecutor, he, he tweeted, this will give even more leverage to New York Attorney General Tish James in her civil suit, which seeks extraordinary remedies that would cripple the company. I will say, also say this, and it, that it helps any criminal case against Trump as an individual. So hopefully we'll see more of that. Uh, special counsel, Jack Smith, the new special counsel, uh, was appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland last month to oversee parts of the Justice Department's criminal investigation late last month uh, into the January 6, 2021 insurrection and the criminal investigation into the retention of classified documents at, the, at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Smith, he's walking and chewing gum. He's doing both of them. Uh, Smith started off with a bang. He has subpoenaed local officials in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Arizona for any and all communications with then-President Donald Trump in his 2020 campaign and a number of aides and allies, multiple sources, and county officials. The requests for records were received by officials in Wisconsin's Dane County and Michigan's Wayne County late last week, Arizona Mar- uh, Arizona's Maricopa County, and Wisconsin's Milwaukee County also received subpoenas. The subpoenas request communications from these local officials with Trump specifically and from a list of several people who worked with or advised his campaign. A copy of the subpoena sent to the Milwaukee County Clerk seeks communications from June 1st, 2020 through January 20th, 2021, which was the day Trump left office. He left before that. He wasn't doing anything, you know. But that's the official date he left office. Uh, and, I, and I'm going to say, this isn't just Trump that's in deep doo-doo. I mean, all these people in these counties that, that were fake electors could end up being in prison and, of course, lose their seats under the 14th Amendment. Right? Uh, Article 3, is it? Article 3 under there? Wow. Uh, the gen- and, and moving on to more stuff. <laughs> Man, Trump had a bad day yesterday, didn't he? <laughs> the January 6th committee investigating the insurrections, uh, the panels, Chairman Representative Benny Thompson told reporters yesterday that the committee has decided to make criminal referrals to the Department of Justice. Thompson said the committee has not narrowed down the universe of individuals who may be referred Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Uh, when asked whether Thompson believed any witnesses perjured themselves, he said, that's part of the discussion. Uh, Thompson said, "It went, and, and, and we've discussed this many times, if you are in front of the, uh, of the January 6th committee and they ask you the question, you damn well know they already have proof of what the answer is. So you better not lie. Because that is perjury. Uh, Thompson said, it will be a separate document from the panel's final report that will be sent to the Department of Justice. A spokesperson said that the criminal referrals will be considered as a final part of the panel's work. The committee has determined that referrals to outside entities should be considered as a final part of its work. The committee will make decisions about specifics in the days ahead. Uh, Criminal referrals have no official meaning, 
of course, but are as symbolic and ha- and may hold some weight since Democratic representatives Jamie Raskin, Adam Schiff, Zoe Lofgren, and GOP Representative uh, Liz Cheney, uh, the, the who happens to be the vice chair of the panel, uh, comprise the subcommittee and are all trained lawyers. I, you know what? And I've asked this question uh, of um, the, uh, I, I, I called uh, the Rules Committee, or, or, or rather, I, I sent an email to the Rules Committee and I'm waiting for a response. I wonder if the subcommittee could keep Liz Cheney on. Uh, I'm Honestly, I'm not sure if members of the subcommittee are required to be congressional representatives in the rules specifically. All I know is subcommittees are required to be populated by members of Congress. They're required to be populated. Doesn't say populated is is on the onset. It doesn't say they have to be members of Congress while uh, while in the uh, uh, subcommittee. They just have to be populated. They have to be members of Congress when the subcommittee is populated. So I have the question off uh, uh, to the um, um, the rules committee to see what the actual rules are, and uh, hopefully I'll get the answer to that question uh, sometime today. I, I didn't. I, I checked. I checked my email just uh, before starting this report, and there was nothing there. Uh, just a quick thought on Liz Cheney, by the way. Nobody wants to be the first one to say they are running against Trump for presidency because, oh boy, will they get attacked. Uh, Which might mean the first one to announce, probably right after the holidays, might be Liz Cheney because she has nothing to lose. She could announce she could make a fortune running for office. Other candidates would be hurt by new attacks and Cheney would not need to worry since the attacks never stopped. And just think, if Cheney made all this money, she could have a political action committee and she could swing Republicans back to real conservative Republicans. Just think. I don't know. She's still a bad Republican. There's no good Republican. Murkowski is okay. Uh, She's more of a traditional Republican. But... eh, Maybe Liz Cheney could at least sway some of the uh, people away from Trumpist Republicans. That would be interesting. Uh, Moving on to, and the celebration is on, Georgia is done. Senator Reverend Raphael Warnock took the Georgia Senate seat by about 51.5%. This is really, really important. I I mean, Democrats had 50%. Votes in the Senate is good, but 51 is much better than just 50. Much better. Democrats really needed this seat. And, and, you know, on committees and stuff like that, it was a 50-50 split. Now, it's no longer a 50-50 split on committees. Plus, we don't need uh, 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 the vice president. Um, but who do you think is most upset about this? Who do you think? Of course, Joe Manchin. Suddenly, his right-wing sociopath actions don't matter. He has no power unless he gets with Kirsten Cinema to actually vote with Republicans. Okay, not voting for something. In other words, 
they might show up, might, may not show up to vote, which would make it, uh, the two of them, which would make it 49 to 49, in which Kamala Harris would have to break the tie. But actually voting against something, that's completely different. Two very different things. I feel I will have very few more stories to say about the movie theater in the big house. The cinema in the mansion. Uh, Yesterday, Congress honored the uh, officers who defended the Capitol on January 6th. There were also posthumous honors, in particular, Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who died a day after the... uh, uh, after, due to two strokes at the base of his brainstem that were caused by a blood clot. Now, now at the time, they said it was natural causes, but the connection to the insurrection remains. I don't think he would have died uh, without the insurrection. You know? Capitol Police have said that Signick returned to his office after the riot and collapsed and that he died at a hospital about eight hours later, which would have been early in the morning, I suppose. Uh, His parents were there to receive the honor. During the gold medal ceremony, and you can watch the footage online, video footage of Sicknick's family showed them bypassing Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky and House Minority uh, Leader uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy from here in California, they refused to shake hands with the GOP leaders. Asked why uh, she didn't shake the hands of McConnell and McCarthy, Gladys Sicknick, the the, um, uh, uh, Sicknick's uh, mother, said, they're just (laughs) two-faced. I'm just tired of them standing there and saying how wonderful the Capitol Police is and then they turn around and go down to Mar-a-Lago and kiss his ring and come back and stand here and sit with it just it just hurts that's what she said specifically that's what she said brother of Brian Sicknick Ken Sicknick said that the Republican leaders have no idea what integrity is and said they did not deserve a handshake They came out right away and condemned what happened on January 6th and whatever hold that Trump has on them. They've backstepped. They've danced. They won't admit to wrongdoing, not necessarily themselves, but of Trump, of the rioters. He praised outgoing Republican uh, Liz Cheney, saying, unlike Liz Cheney, they have no idea what integrity is. Oh boy, that's high praise for Liz Cheney. They can't stand up for what's right. With them, it's party first. And of course, I've always said, Republicans, party party over policy. And that's what affects policy. Uh, when asked if McConnell and McCarthy deserved handshakes during the cer- ceremony, <clears throat> Ken and Charles Sicknick, uh, uh, which is Brian Sicknick's father, uh, uh, Charles, uh, said no and shook their heads. Both of them shook their heads. Sicknick's relatives did shake the hand of Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who spoke during the event. I wanted to see her slap McCarthy. What's what's he gonna do? If she came up to him and slapped him, what, what would he do? He's not gonna arrest her. 
That would be political suicide. That would have been awesome. Why would he have slapped her? Would she have slapped him? Because he refused to comply with a subpoena to uncover the origins of the January 6th, and he now plans to investigate the January 6th commission. She is not happy about that. She is really, really angry. The entire family is angry, and I don't blame them. Moving on. So, this right-wing court, Scrotus, as you know, Scrotus, not SCOTUS, SCROTUS. SCOTUS is the Supreme Court of the United States. SCROTUS is Supreme Court Republicans of the United States. Just like SCROTUM, Supreme Court Republicans of the United M. What would M be? Anyway. Uh, federal elections protections may be on the chopping block at the Supreme Court. I don't know how they could possibly do this. Uh, and as as one of the uh, uh, one of the um, uh, pr- prosecution, uh, um, as they said, this would be like a bomb at ground zero and uh, a nuclear bomb at ground zero, and would expand across the entire country. Um, there is something like he said something like that. I can't remember. And that was today. There is this right-winged idea going on around uh, um, on states' rights, even against co- a court's ability to interject to protect the people. Uh, the so-called independent state legislature doctrine. North Carolina Republican lawmakers are asking the justices to adopt the long-dormant legal theory in a fight over redistricting maps, saying it allows state legislatures to set rules in federal elections without any constraints by state courts or other state authorities. In North Carolina, which is a 50-50 purple state according to the population, North Carolina had its congressional districts drawn by Republicans so they could get 70% of the districts, even though it's a purple state, completely purple state. A judge said, This was a violation and that they had to go back and redraw the districts. Their challenge is that a court should not be allowed to stop them from deciding their own boundaries. That only the state legislature has the right to draw boundaries and the federal government or the courts doesn't have the right to tell the legislature what to do. You have no doubt that uh, Clarence Thomas will defend uh, North Carolina on this. You know he will. And probably Alito, too. Uh, That would mean no independent commission to set boundaries. No court order drawing of districts. And absolutely no oversight. It means even more gerrymandering districts where Republican legislatures could draw boundaries so no Democrats would ever get elected. I don't know if you remember my pie, um, my uh, uh, my pie uh, uh, example of how to draw boundaries uh, from a few months ago. This would make it even worse than that. People claim that both parties do it, but Republicans do it ten to one, and literally, it's like ten to one. Uh, there's proof of this. There was an article written recently. I should have I, I should have done a, done a report on the article, but I didn't. 
And since more states have Republican legislatures than uh, that uh, than Democrats will, uh, it'll mean that Democrats will never hold the House ever again if the Supreme Court sides with Republicans on this. Voting rights groups say the lawmakers' position would lead to state legislatures having absolute authority without judicial oversight, even perhaps choosing their desired election winners. Today, the justices will review the opinion by the North Carolina Supreme Court that went against the lawmakers saying that the legislators do not have unlimited power to draw electoral maps. We hope the Supreme Court comes to their senses, but we shall see. Uh, On yesterday's story about Marco Rubio, Remember we talked about that connection to the uh, Maduro of Venezuela, um, Nicholas Maduro, right? Uh, Senator Marco Rubio acknowledged yesterday that he spoke through a spokesman that he met with indicted ex-representative David Rivera to discuss a potential deal to normalize relations between the United States and Venezuela, but didn't know that his one-time friend and longtime political ally, ally was working on behalf of Nicolas Maduro. He didn't know? Are you serious? Come on. Really? You lived with the guy. You rented a house with him. And you didn't know this? I'm sure there will be more to come. Moving on. A new source, Al Jazeera, said they uncovered new evidence regarding the fatal shooting of Palestinian-American journalist Shireen Abu Akla. Uh, the network said in a statement, Al Jazeera's legal team has conducted a full and detailed investigation into the case and unearthed new evidence based on several eyewitnesses' accounts, um, the examination of multiple items of video footage, and forensic evidence pertaining to the case. The investigation reportedly showed that Abu Akla and her colleagues were directly fired at by the Israeli occupation forces when they were covering a raid by the forces in Jenin in the occupied West Bank on May 11th. Al Jazeera said the claim by Israeli authorities that Shireen was killed by uh, by mistake in exchange of fire is completely unfounded. The legal filing comes weeks after Israeli officials said they would not cooperate with an FBI investigation into the death of Abu Akla, who was wearing a vest and helmet, identifying her as a member of the press when she was shot in the head. Now, you're wondering why would they have to uh, um, uh, cooperate with the FBI? Because Abu Akla had dual citizenship. She was also an American citizen. If they even come up with video showing a sniper aiming at Abu Akla, Israel at that point would say, oh, you know what? We already did the investigation. We're done. We're not going to look at it. That's what they would do. Moving on. Uh, China is lifting uh, the most severe COVID policies, including forcing people into quarantine camps just a week after a landmark protest against the strict controls. I'm sure protests are still going to go on. Uh, People with uh, COVID can now isolate at home rather than in state facilities if they have mild or no symptoms. They also no longer need to show tests for most venues and can travel more freely inside the country. Uh, China's National Health Health Commission Uh, announced new freedoms. Uh, Yesterday they said lockdowns would continue but should only apply to more targeted areas. For example, certain buildings, units, or floors as opposed to whole neighborhoods 
or cities being shut down. Area, areas identified as high risk should come out of lockdown in five days if no new cases are found. Uh, they've been going, what, 10 days, I suppose? Moving on. Was this a German coup attempt? Well, it didn't start yet, but it looked like it was getting ready to. Earlier today, German officials arrested 22 suspected members and three suspected supporters of far-right terrorist organizations across the country on suspicion of plotting to overthrow the government. In a statement, the German Federal Prosecutor's Office said an estimated 50 people were suspected to have been part of a group called Reich Citizens Movement, uh, founded no, uh, no later than November 2021. Uh, so it's a recent, uh, like a, a year old, this group, uh, who they, they were plotting to overthrow the government and replace it with their own order. Apparently some uh, minor prince was going to be uh, put into position of power as king or president or whatever. Uh, the statement said, the accused are united by a deep rejection of state institutions and the free democratic basic order of the Federal Republic of Germany, which over time has led to their decision to participate in their violent elimination and to engage in concrete preparatory actions for this purpose. The members of the group follow a conglomerate of conspiracy myths consisting of narratives of the so-called Reichsberger as well as QAnon ideology. Uh, you know what? QAnon is going to end up being Russian. No doubt. No doubt. And all you fools following QAnon, yeah, that's you follow Putin. That's probably what's going to happen. Uh, this, uh, the statement <clears throat> said the suspected members of the organization were German nationals. Two of the suspected supporters were German and one was Russian. The federal prosecutor's office said the raids are continuing and are directed against a further 27 suspects. The Kremlin said there could be no question of any Russian involvement in an alleged far-right plot to overthrow the German state. Uh, spokes uh, puppet Dmitry Pesky Peskov told reporters, "This appears to be German, uh, a German internal problem. There can be no question of any Russian interference." And of course, they would say that because. They don't want NATO fighting them. <laughs> uh, Forbes has released its list of 100, uh, uh, the 100 most influential women in the world. Of course, Ursula von der Leyen, president of the European Commission, was first. Uh, that makes sense. Oprah was in there. Uh, Kamala Harris was in there. Vice President Kamala Harris was in there. Uh, a few other people were in there. Uh, the uh, number two was the head of the World Bank. What's her name? I can't think of her name right now. Um, there were others. But they had Masa Amini as number 100 of the top 100. That's what I have a problem with. Granted, she's dead, but she, dead, did more for Iran and around the world for women's rights than anyone in decades. I would have put her in the top 10, but that didn't happen. Anyway, <clears throat> that's it. It was a long one today, wasn't it? Um, remember. Uh, look around, see if anybody mentions that thing about uh, 
about uh, whether um, the THAAD missile system, if anybody starts talking about the THAAD missile system, eh, send me an article if you see anything. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Wednesday, Pearl Harbor Day, Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. Uh, Go around and tell people happy Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, I really appreciate you. Uh, Bring someone with you uh, today or tomorrow if you can. That would be really awesome of you. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me. At Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe you want to send me a news story. Maybe you want to just say hi. That's fine. And remember, always remember... Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. It's not money. That's not the profit. Betterment of the people. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. 45 minutes, not so bad. <laughs>